Greetings and good health. I am Dr. Jerrica Sarko, a pediatric and family wellness chiropractor. This is your Lifeline to Vitality, where we discuss ways to cultivate family wellness. Good day and great health. Welcome back to another edition of your Lifeline Vitality. Today on the podcast, we will be continuing our challenge of the status quo when it comes to immunity. This is part two of a two-part series. Starting off with statement number six. Microbes are entities that are caught. This is in fact false. Microbes or microscopic organisms such as bacteria, viruses, parasites, and fungi are here with us all the time. About 50% of the cells that make up you and me are not our cells at all, but are in fact cells made up of different viruses, bacteria, parasites, and fungi that live not only on us, but in us. All these different microbes that live with us make up what is called the microbiome. This microbiome is a collection of microbes that live in a symbiotic relationship with us and help promote a lot of the functions of our body, such as our digestion and immunity. This idea that microbes are lurking around the corner getting ready to attack and kill us is a false notion. Statement number seven. A vaccinated society equals a healthy society. This is in fact a false statement. Again, with a statement like this, we have to take a step back and have to start asking ourselves some big picture questions. What is health? What makes a healthy society? What is our definition of public health? One of the benchmarks that is used to determine public health and the health of a society is the topic of infant mortality rate. The lower the infant mortality rate is, this will often equate with a healthier overall society. If we look at the United States, the infant mortality rate in 1950 had the U.S. ranked at third. In this case, having a lower ranking means you have a lower rate of infant deaths. In 1986, the U.S. was ranked 17th. In 1995, the U.S. was ranked 23rd. In 2000, the U.S. was ranked 31st. And in 2017, the U.S. ranked 55th. What this indicates is that there has been a huge uptick in infant mortality rates since 1950. Now, how does this correlate to vaccines? You see, the start of mass vaccination programs started in 1950 and 1951. So before the advent of mass inoculation programs, the U.S. infant mortality rate was ranked third. Now, 70 plus years later, we can see that the infant mortality rate has increased dramatically. Based on this data, you can't necessarily make a causative link saying that more vaccines equal a healthier society. You can correlate that there has been an increase in infant mortality rate deaths along with the increased prevalence of vaccines. Statement number eight. Your immunity is not adversely affected by vaccines. This is again a false statement. There has never been a randomized, double-blind, placebo study done to prove that vaccines are safe and have no adverse effects. The randomized, double-blind, placebo study is the scientific gold standard within the scientific community, especially when researching different prescription drugs and therapeutics. 
All prescription drugs and surgeries follow the guidelines set by a randomized, double-blind, placebo study. Vaccines, though, do not have to follow this scientific gold standard. Statement number nine. Vaccines during pregnancy doesn't harm the mom or the baby. This, again, is a false statement. Again, there has been no randomized, double-blind placebo studies done to prove this statement. In fact, for the longest time, pregnant and immune-compromised individuals used to not get vaccinated. It should make you question why now are pregnant women getting vaccines when there has never been no double-blind placebo study done to prove that they do not cause harm to the mom or baby. And statement number 10, the flu vaccine makes you more resistant to the flu and other cold viruses. This again is a false statement. If anything, there has been studies done that show that when you receive the inoculation from the flu, it actually increases your possibility or your probability of getting the flu or different colds and similar viruses. For better or for worse, a vaccine will ultimately put your immune system into a compromising position. That's why immunocompromised individuals don't get vaccines. Because a vaccine will put your system, especially your nerve system and immune system, into a compromising position. If your immune system is already in a compromised position, how can it make you more resistant to different colds and viruses? In actuality, it's going to do the opposite. Thank you for listening. For even more information on how chiropractic can benefit you and your family, please check out my website, ohiospecific.com. That's O-H-I-O-S-P-E-C-I-F-I-C.com. Until next time, remember to keep your head cool, feet warm, and your mind busy.